We have a thrilling event for you tonight as two scarecrows duke it out in the ring. Hitting the hay has never been more exciting. Welcome to Secrets for an Awesome Life. You ever see someone living a pretty awesome life and wonder, man, do they know secrets that I don't? Yes, yes they do. And this podcast is about those secrets. I'm your host, Joey Massio, certified life coach, educator, and counselor for teens and young adults. Welcome to my show. Happy September, everybody. This this means a couple of things. First, that Firmly Founded's first ever event, our Family Fall Festival, is just about a month away. For those living in the Utah area, my company, Firmly Founded, will be throwing a stellar event on October 9th. That will be fun for the whole family. So there'll be laser tag and tacos and a professional photographer there to take family portraits against the gorgeous backdrop of an orchard. There'll be games and pumpkins and apple cider and delicious desserts and and a powerful keynote from myself and Ben Pugh on building stronger family relationships. Tickets are on sale now at firmlyfounded.com slash festival. It's going to be in Alpine, Utah, and it's going to be a crazy fun event designed specifically for families with teens. And tickets are limited, so get yours today. Being September also means that we have launched our new membership in Firmly Founded, the Firmly Founded College Edition. So now we have a membership for parents of teens, a membership for teens, and one specifically for college students where we help them manage the stress of having a job, going to school, dating, and all that stuff. So it's so awesome. And if you are a college student, or if you know a college student, then go to firmlyfounded.com slash college to check it out. And now episode 46, the straw man boxing match. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Straw Man Boxing Match. And I want to thank you listeners for tuning in with us here on 93.9 STRW, where we'll be bringing you the play-by-play of tonight's event. It looks like tonight's contenders have just stepped into the ring. In the blue shorts and farmer's hat, we have Oliver Barley, the scarecrow from the Thompson farm. When he's not scaring off crows from eating the Thompson's corn, He is in the weight room, bulking up to become the next straw man boxing world champion. In the other corner, sporting red overalls, is Frederick Fodder. Fodder has been at this game for a long time, even through the stuffing scandal that gripped the sport in 2012. But you better believe it that he is all natural hay. He's even sponsored by Wheaties. He's never been on the box, but he's been in it several times. And it looks like the match is about to get underway. All right, the ref has brought both straw men to the center of the ring. They bump gloves as a signal of good sportsmanship. And there's the bell and the round has begun. Barley is circling, fodder holding his place, isn't taking the bait. Barley throws a couple of small jabs to get his grain flowing. And oh, look at that! Fodder starts with a strong right cross and half of Barley's face has peppered the air. What a strong start from the reigning champ. But Barley's no novice. He counters with a one-two punch to Fodder's chest, loosening up his tightly packed torso. Fodder's walking more shakily now. 
Both straw men getting more serious as the stakes have risen and their grass count has fallen. They're engaging in the center of the ring, Fodder attacking Barley and Barley blocking, which in this sport doesn't do too much. Pieces of his arm are just falling off left and right. Barley's gotta do something. He's working on defending, trying to switch to offense, and the gloves have come off. Literally, Barley's boxing gloves have fallen to the mat and his hands have just disintegrated. Fodder takes advantage of Barley's misfortune and steps in for some body shots, but oh no, Barley does an armless roundhouse to Fodder's face, completely knocking the scarecrow off balance. Hay is flying everywhere as Fodder swings his arms, trying to stay standing upright. Barley, sensing that that was Fodder's last straw, charges him, but Fodder gets his footing at the last second and both clash into each other. Legs kicking, arms flailing, straw flying absolutely everywhere, all over the ring like a bale of hay just exploded. It's hard to see which one is still standing. As the dust and the chaff settle, it looks like, it looks like, but both have just completely lost. It's it's just a big mess all over the place. I, I can't tell where one ends and the other begins. The, the ref is completely confused too. He doesn't know how to call the match. S sadly, folks, uh, this, this is kind of typical for this sport, like literally happens every match. I, uh, I, I, I don't know what, what I'm doing here. I, I, I need to get a new job. This, this is pointless. Alrighty, uh, that story was based off of a type of argument uh, classified as the straw man fallacy. So a straw man is another word for a scarecrow, right? Those guys made out of hay and stuff, right? That you see there on harvest time and whatnot. They're putting them middle of the field to scare crows away from eating the food, apparently. Allegedly, that's what they do. Now, a fallacy is a mistaken belief. And so this is the straw man fallacy. It's distorting or misrepresenting someone's argument in order to make it easier to defeat. It's often called the most common fallacy in modern debate, meaning that you see this everywhere. People taking other people's arguments, dumbing it down to something that is completely distorted uh, or just very, very, very uh, bad misrepresentation of it, and then they attack that, and then they feel like they come across as the winner. Now, here are some examples. This happens a lot in politics. So teens uh, and young adults, as you guys are starting to get into reading the newspapers and getting into politics, uh, you may have already heard of some of these straw man fallacies. All right, so, um, so from politics, we have examples like Republicans hate gays. Democrats hate babies. This group doesn't care about kids' safety in schools. They just want assault rifles so they can revolt against the government one day. And this group wants to take away all my rights and start a dictatorship. Again, it happens a lot in politics, and this is by no means a political podcast, but you can see it on both sides. Anybody saying that their side doesn't do straw man fallacies uh, is lying to themselves or completely unaware. Everybody does it, no matter which side of the aisle you're on in politics or which side of any argument that you're on. Okay, so let's leave the world of politics. And here are some examples uh, that I've seen between teens and their parents. Parents want to control me. 
Parents just want to control you. Teens are ungrateful. My mom doesn't care about my happiness. My teen is selfish and irresponsible. So those are examples of straw man arguments, meaning that you're taking a view from the other side or your view of the other side, and you're really dumbing it down to something that just sounds completely horrible and on its face is really even not true. So here's today's secret for an awesome life. Seek to understand someone rather than assume their argument is made out of straw. It is really easy for our brains to go into defensive mode while our parents or our friends or our teachers are uh, presenting an argument that's counter to ours, different from what we want or we believe. It's really easy for our brains to go into the mode of, well, that's just... That's just dumb because you're of you know, this. It sounds like you're just, you're just saying this or all you want is this. Uh, it's really easy. So I, I want you to start being aware of when you use the straw man fallacy. Again, specifically with parents or your friends or, or teachers. And I also want you to start identifying when other people are using it in real life you'll find it really eye-opening that a lot of people use this, even just in regular everyday conversations. Somebody just kind of venting as they're, you know, I don't know, eating dinner and they're just kind of talking about the world and, oh my goodness, you never believe, oh yeah, so-and-so at work. <sighs> yeah, all they want to do is just make things horrible for us. Wait, stop, hold on a second. That's a straw man fallacy. That is not what they want to do. Uh, that's not the reasoning behind the, their their motives, Right. Uh, so again, it's a natural desire uh, to want to have a stronger argument or a stronger stance against an quote-unquote opponent. But just remember, both people want to do that. I mean, if everybody wants to do that, that means two people in an argument, both people want to have a stronger stance. And one way you can get that is kind of by diminishing or weakening the other person's stance. But when both people do that, it can turn into a pretty useless and sometimes comical debate or argument, very much like two scarecrows boxing each other. So keep this in mind. You have a backbone. So does your opponent. Whenever you want to use a straw man fallacy like, oh, they're just weak or they're just, they just want everybody to be happy or they're doing that so everybody can be uh, miserable or, or uh, they, they just want things this ridiculous way, which I don't know why anybody would ever want that, realize that, no, they actually have ground to stand on. And, and so do you. People generally don't pick a side unless they have really, really, really good reasons to be there. In fact, using a straw man fallacy starts painting other people as just straight up morons, right? Like, oh, well, why would anybody ever believe that? Why would, why would anybody ever be a part of that group if, if that's what they want, right? If they just want everybody to throw away their phones or everybody to just give into government control or, or everybody to not have any fun or, or everybody to fail their class, whatever that is, um, it, it's generally not the best way of creating a harmonious environment, mostly for you. Remember, the things we do on this podcast are talking about how life is going to affect you. So 
I want to apply this specifically to teens arguing with their parents. Because again, that's who this podcast is for, teens, young adults. Uh, and I know I have a lot of parents out there who are listening to this as well. So I even and especially want you to be looking for straw man fallacies that you are bringing up to your parents and for those parents listening that you are creating on behalf of your teen. It's not going to help the relationship, parents and teens. It's not going to help you get what it is that you want. So at this point, usually I get asked, well, what, what do I do if someone is trying to turn my argument into a straw man? What do I do? Here are some steps of what I do whenever I come across someone who wants to throw something out, a blanket statement that is misrepresenting my side, the way I view, the way I believe. So first, stay calm and don't take offense. They are just simply mistaken. They probably don't listen to my podcast, so give them a break. And also give them the link to my podcast so they can listen to this episode. But don't take offense, even if they're try, like, trying to do it purposefully. Still, it, it doesn't benefit you to take offense. Just, I love to approach it. Oh, they're just simply mistaken. Next, I want you to only argue or present your side for your true point. Don't start arguing against their straw version of your argument that really derails the conversation and doesn't really get to anywhere uh, productive. So for example, when your parent wants to take away your phone or limit your screen time and their reasoning is, well, you're addicted to your phone, they are essentially committing the straw man fallacy. Don't argue about hours of phone usage and comparison to other uh, teens or bring up the Korean drama that your mom is totally addicted to right now. Don't do any of that because then that really just shifts the argument to what is addiction and what is too much time on the phone? What is too little time on the phone? And this and that. You're really not going to get anywhere with that. Instead, explain why you like being on your phone and what it does for you and even recognize the potential dangers of it. When you argue against a straw man fallacy, you're, you're just wasting time arguing against something that you don't even need to defend, right? An another example, when a friend says, your religion is outdated and doesn't allow you to have any fun, don't get defensive and talk about the relevance of religion today. Just, just tell them how much you enjoy it and how much happiness it brings you. So remember the secret for an awesome life. Seek to understand someone rather than assume their argument is made out of straw. You'll be happier, less negative about the people in the world around you. And you may actually be able to come up with solutions together rather than just creating a big old pointless mess. Would you like to know how to win more arguments? This month in the Firmly Founded Teen, we are going over exactly how to do that. In fact, the straw man fallacy is one of the lessons that we're diving deeper into in the program. As a teen, we get into a lot of arguments with parents, friends, teachers, ourselves. The coaches and Firmly Founded will be teaching how to win more of them and get into less of them. 
The Firmly Founded Team is free for 30 days to try out, and then it's only $47 a month after that. And it includes so many awesome things to help teens navigate the most unstable years of life. So go to firmlyfounded.com slash team today to sign up. I mean, I, I'm not even going to argue with you. Just go do it. <laughs>